Hi, beautiful people. This is Vimi Shavery, and I am here with your emergency realignment detox week two. It is 11-11 as I'm recording this, and I am feeling all of the amazing, amazing transformations that are happening, not only for myself, but for you guys as well. This has been a very, very powerful week so far. We have definitely embarked on a journey that is without a shadow of a doubt bringing some amazing transformations and please understand that when i say things like amazing and yummy energy understand that i know that this is not in any shape or form signifying an easy process um i am someone who practices being present but also in looking at the optimism in the midst of everything remembering my why remembering the reason why i am doing something is what keeps me in this spirit of optimism even when i have moments of frustration and dis- just disappointment just ugh, okay so we all have those moments and i do not want you guys to think that i'm living in some bubble that i'm not seeing life happening there's a lot of things that have been happening um but that is the the strength of staying present and understanding understanding your personal principles right that's something that we're putting into play and I know that a lot of people may be struggling with that but that is one of the most powerful things of this entire journey is owning your personal principles standing in your personal principles and not wavering on what it is you you desire what it is that you feel what it is that you're needing to do to protect yourself and to allow yourself to be covered so that you are not so easily swayed in the emotion of those that are around you. And also the emotion of everything that is going on, even within your own personal lives, it's allowing you to stay grounded in the midst of fluctuations. And that's very important. So as we are on week two, take a deep breath. Let's let's take a deep breath together, okay? Let's just take a deep breath. And let's kind of think about everything that we have witnessed this week, okay? Think about the things that you personally have had to address within yourself. We have gone through the process of sitting with the things that no longer suit us, identifying what we really feel about situations that we've allowed ourselves to be a part of, sitting with the truth of our realizations of that, sitting with the authentic authentic notions that we have not allowed ourselves to be present in for so much of this year. Thinking about what you really feel about the causes that you support. Thinking about what you feel about relationships, what you feel about love, what you feel about spirituality, what you feel about your health, what you feel about love, what you feel about your career path, entrepreneurship, what you feel about politics, what you fear, feel about your culture, what you feel about the things that you have attached yourself to in life in general. And when you sit with the truth of those things, you come to a new realization of everything that you have really embarked on in 2020. How much of your energy was given to things that really just aren't even 
really who you are. And so in this process of identifying your truth in the midst of everything that has already been done, because we can't undo what's been done, right? That's not the goal here. The goal is to acknowledge what has been done so that we're able to step in the truth of what part we played and what we do not want to happen again and learning the lessons from that. And I know that it's so easy to get caught up in the frustration and to get caught up in the pain and to get caught up in the anguish and the irritation of things that are not going your way. But you have to understand this is not a game of perfection. This is a game of authenticity and there's a big difference. When you try to play the game for perfection, you will always lose and you'll always lose yourself because your idea of perfection is very tainted because it's limited based on what you see, what you know, what you've experienced and who you have encountered. But your version of perfection is not God's version of perfection, nor is it the next person's version of perfection because everyone has a new lens. Everyone has a different lens. Everyone sees life through them, through their own eyes based on their experiences, based on their perspectives, based on their upbringing, based on their circumstances. So when you think of it in that sense, it's very unfair for you to put the pressure on someone else to live up to your idea of perfection when you yourself don't even live up to that. And it's nothing wrong with admitting that you're not perfect because none of us are. We know that. That's not a disclaimer we even have to state. No one who is breathing, walking, and living in this world is perfect. We have never met a perfect person. And you never will. And the truth is, you don't even know what the true definition of perfection is in human form because you've never met it, never seen it, and don't have a clear example of what that is. And so get that out of your head that there is a perfect way to be and there is a perfect way to live and a perfect relationship and a perfect career and a perfect, you know, upbringing, perfect family. Get that out of your head. Think about the beauty in those things. But before you can see the beauty in it, you have to realize the truth of it. Walking around like things are some one way and knowing that they're not uh, that way is just creating this cloud of confusion that's really unnecessary when the journey that we're on is to tap into our truth. Because in order to get through this 2020 year, because we have a whole nother hurdle to jump with 2021, but in order to get through the 2020 year, we're going to have to sit in the truth of what we have felt, what we have allowed ourselves to be a part of, who we have allowed ourselves to become because of it and what we are going to do going forward to not repeat the same things because we will be faced with similar transgressions. We will be meeting the mirror to a lot of what has happened this year again. And when that time comes, what are you going to do differently? And are you going to have to think about it? And that's what we're trying to get a grip of the tapping into your truth of self this week a lot of the things that you thought you knew and the things that you thought you were aware of emotionally you realize I was taking action and I was moving forward in areas of my heart 
that were really premature. I wasn't ready, but I did it because I thought that's what I was supposed to do. I extended my grace and I extended my compassion and I extended my presence in spaces that I was not even accepted, but I did it because I felt that I was required to. The being that strong person that's so responsible and structured and all about order and the person who's the authority figure in the family who takes the action and goes forward and has all this ambition and has all of this success. You have tried to live up to that person, but inside that's not truly who you are. Not saying that you're not capable of that, but in its true rare form to live up to that type of expectation all the time on 100 is almost impossible to do unless you are living a complete double life. You're hiding your truth from yourself. You're hiding the realist, the realism of suffering from yourself. And eventually even the strongest of the Kings fall. So you're in this process of recreating, right? You're identifying who you are. You're identifying the things that you really want. You're identifying the areas in your life that need to be fulfilled, but you're also in a space where you can also appreciate all of the things that you have. It's not about beating yourself up because you've taken the wrong turn or you've taken a turn that you feel that you should have turned another way. No, it's about sitting in what it is that you've done and comparing it to the truth of who you are. And how do you do that? Well, that's what this week was about. This week was about solidifying who you are, personal principles. What do you stand on? What do you believe in? Who are you? Let me strip away the titles you hold. Let me strip away the accolades that you hold. Let me strip away the um, family titles and the children and the career. Let me strip all of that away and tell me what you stand on. Because that's who needs to present themselves, not the person who is the mother, not the person who is the um, entrepreneur, the CEO, the daughter, the wife or the girlfriend or the husband or the boyfriend or the lover or the whatever. It's when you get lost in the titles of something, you lose yourself in the midst of that because no one sees you as a human. They see you as that thing you're attaching yourself to. So I'm not just, I'm, I'm not, I'm presenting myself to you as someone's wife, but that's what you see me as someone's wife, but I'm a person behind that title, right? I'm presenting myself to you as a person who's a spiritualist. And what do you see? A person who is spiritual, but no, I'm a human being, right? I'm a spiritual being operating in a human form, which makes me an individual, which means I'm a, I'm my own entity, but you have to be able to distinguish that for yourself. Who are you as an entity? When you meet me, you're not going to meet my titles. You're not going to meet my accolades. You're not going to know all the people that I know. You're not going to hear the long list of things that I've done in the, in the, you're not going to hear about it. I don't need to talk about it because what you meet is me. And that's how you have to look at yourself. So many people have 
hidden behind the structures that they've allowed themselves to create in this week has been about allowing yourself to pick apart the layers of who you are. And I know a lot of people were afraid to do that. A lot of people were really uncomfortable doing that. Because if I have to be faced with the truth of who I am, then somehow it's in some way it's admitting to yourself that you've been living a facade. And at some point we all have to do that. But this isn't about your ego. This isn't about your pride. Remember, you're revealing yourself to you. And if you're un, you feel unsafe and you feel uncomfortable being vulnerable with yourself, then you've discovered one of the biggest problems that is the root of everything that you find around you that is opposite of what you want. The inability to be vulnerable with yourself is connected to the reason why so many things around you are so hardened and not authentic and everyone is living a lot. No one is living their truth. No one is being who they truly are. Everyone is talking about everybody. Everyone is running their mouth. Everyone, think about the conversations that you allow yourself to be in. How much of those conversations are really conversations that pour into you? And then think about how much of those conversations are talking about someone else. And not even talking about how you can contribute to the betterment of them. How much of those conversations are tearing down someone else? How much of those conversations are gossiping about someone else's life? How much of those conversations are he said, she said? And whether you're doing it to buy time, whether you're doing it to just just because you're just having a conversation. What you don't understand is what you do without consciously being aware of doing it is sowing seeds as well. Who you talk to for no reason at all is sowing seeds as well. The conversations you engage in, sowing seeds as well. And so as we're on this path of identifying who we are during week one, we're trying to establish boundaries. We're trying to create this strategy. We're trying to create this understanding of what it is that you think that you want, that you say that you want it. What are you willing to do to get it and have it and hold it and sustain it once you get it? What is it that you want in your relationships that you yourself are not providing? What people don't understand is you live by example. Right. I'm, I'm showing you how to treat me by treating myself in a certain way. And I'm not going to limit my morals, my personal, personal. My morals have nothing to do with how I was raised. Right. These are your more your personal principles are not your morals that you were raised with. Traditionally, your personal principles are things that you have created to protect yourself. Clear boundaries that are your non-negotiables when it comes to you, mind, body, and soul. And in a relationship, how much of you is an example of those principles you say you hold? A lot of people are in relationships and they're going with the flow. A lot of people are in relationships they haven't even dealt with the trauma of their past, but they're trying to recreate this illusion of, of happiness with this person that The thing that has bonded you is the trauma. The thing that has bonded you is the pain. The thing that has allowed you to be molded together are the things and the circumstances and the unhealed wounds that you have not addressed from the past. And if you don't sit with that truth and you don't begin to pick apart 
the truth of those things, then more trauma builds, more mold begins to corrupt the union. So this is not a moment to dictate your relationship and try to figure out how your relationships are going to play out because the biggest, most important relationship you hold is the one with yourself and the one with God. Because those two relationships signify and connect every relationship around you. This week has been about you trying to grasp the reality of that. You trying to look at the truth of that. And I I hope that a lot of you understood that it's not about trying to play positive. I can't stand toxic positivity. I'm not a person who lives in that truth of, oh, everything is sunny, rainbows and pigs. It's not. Yes, it's a beautiful day outside, but it's still cold. And yes, it's a beautiful day outside, but people are still in pain. You have to be able to address the duality no matter what the climate is. And if you can't be honest with yourself and you pretend that something is something it's not, then eventually you're going to start believing that lie. And then when it's time to face the truth, you won't recognize it. So this has been about addressing And not trying to put yourself in a position of, oh, I did this wrong. I did this the bad way. I said this wrong. I shouldn't have did it this way. It's not about that. It's just about identifying what you really meant by what you said. It's about identifying what you really stand on. Did you really want to support that business because you really liked the product? Or did you feel obligated to because culturally you were told that was something you you should have done? What is it that you really want? Did you really want to tell that lady that you, you know, you forgive her or it's okay that she disrespected you? It's okay that she had a bad day? Or did you really want to tell her how that made you feel? For me, I'm showing up as my authentic self no matter where I am. Now, there is a way to show up as your authentic self. I can no longer be the person I used to be that would go and want to chastise somebody and you know put your hands on somebody you can't be putting your hands on people you know so because you know that you know yourself you understand yourself so you present you in any situation you let someone know when your boundaries have been crossed you let someone know when something has offended you but there's always a way to present your truth in any situation without you having to hide it This week has been a struggle with trying to negotiate with your inner desires and your inner demons in a way. Do I really want to let go of this? Can I let go of this? Can I walk away from this? Do I really have the capacity to hold myself together once I do? This is about really digging deep in yourself. And week one has been about that. It has been about a lot of introspection. And if you've done the work, then you should feel very proud of yourself because what you've accomplished is something that a lot of people haven't and a lot of people won't. But that doesn't mean that it is impossible. It just means it takes a lot of work to do it. And even though week one is over, we're still going to be utilizing those tools and those strategies through week two, through week three and through week four and on and on and on. These are routines and strategies that you will keep with you to sustain you throughout the next year, not just through the end of this month. 
but anything that you do and it becomes your your reality it becomes who you are it becomes your truth it's not just needing something in the moment and having this ambition to get it in the moment and once you get it you're done with it it's about really changing your life and i tell people all the time just like healthy living and healthy eating and things that you it's not just about a moment. It's not just, oh, once I lose 20 pounds, I'm good. And then you go right back to what made you gain the 20 pounds in the first place. It's about lifestyle shifting, lifestyle changes, adapting to the new norm of within yourself, not just for the moment. You have to be serious about courting yourself. Because the moment you get disconnected from you, everything else that that person is connected to will fade. That's just what it is. So as we are approaching and we're here at week two, we are actually on the solar eclipse in Sagittarius. And so this energy that we're going to be feeling is going to fuel the energy that's needed to get us through this particular week. And it's going to give you that strength that you need it's going to give you that courage to keep going and fight and and run towards your truth it's going to make you face the inner inner parts of yourself the work that you haven't done the truths that you didn't really pay attention to they're going to come up your true feelings about things are going to come up but the way that you're going to see them is more like a positive asset of you opposed to something that's to your detriment. It's going to give you that ability to sit in the desires that you have. The desires to connect with those that are of like-minded, the desires to really speak your truth and speak your mind and be patient as you're navigating through, as you're gaining momentum and the things that you're needed to walk through to your next week ahead to get to what it is that you're needing and you're wanting and it's fulfilling because everyone wants those partnerships that are reciprocal but it's not just about changing another person or changing another outcome it's about reevaluating and changing you and then once you change you and you do what you need to do for you then anything that's not matching and aligning with that will fall away And then you make the adjustments accordingly. That's what it's about. It's about seeing beyond the right now, but understanding what the right now holds. Rising above your circumstances, rising above your situations, rising above everything that you thought you knew about what you are experiencing to see it from a different perspective. Because once you raise your level of consciousness, you also raise your level of understanding. And when you raise your level of understanding, then your capacity to really resolve the things that are needing to be resolved are easier to do. This is about not just experience experiencing things and seeing things and being judgmental towards those things it's also about using wisdom gaining wisdom and clarity so that it holds you as you're going forward we're in a process of evaluating ourselves learning ourselves appreciating ourselves and honoring that process remember we are all in this together this is definitely divine timing. God is in control. You are not in control. This is about you being in control of what you really have grasped and hands over, which is you, the way you think, 
the way you allow yourself to engage your need to be a part of something that doesn't even fuel you, but it's something that makes you feel like you're a part of something because too much isolation for a person who's not accustomed to being alone can be like silent homicide. But in order for you to really appreciate the company that you have, you need to first be okay with the company of self. So as we are here on week two, officially on week two, this week's this week's title to this journey is renaming, rewiring, and honoring the revelations. What does that mean? Well, that is very clear. Midweek, I did an episode where it was on my spirit to tell you that You're having to rename yourself. You're having to rename your circumstances, rename that thing that you're trying to change or that thing that you're trying to realign. You're needing to rename it because being in it as first person becomes very difficult to do when you can't see beyond your present self. And this is where this rising above your current situation and rising above your current situations come in because you're going to have to be okay with doing that. You're going to have to be okay with seeing yourself in another form in order for you to truly be able to point out what it is that you're needing to pick apart and then what parts of you are needing to stay. But that's not for someone else to do. That is your duty. That is your job. And so with this week, we've done a lot of, if you're on course, which I hope you are, if you're not, please complete the first part before you get to this part. But this is the part where we look at what we've done. We look at the the things that we've attached ourselves to, and we have made a clear indication of um, the parts of us that we've extended that we really shouldn't have extended, but we did. And so we're going to take this week to learn from those things. What have you learned from being something you aren't? How can you honor that part of you? How can you speak life in the parts of you that feel like it's decayed? How can you honor the pain of it? Honoring it doesn't mean that you are happy with the circumstance or it wasn't as bad as you may have felt it to be. No, it just means accepting that this was a part of my journey. And no matter what it did, no matter what I lost, we all have taken some losses this year, baby. This year has been like no other. This year has been absolutely unbearable in moments because it has been painful. It has been death after death after death. It has been loss after loss after loss. It has been fear. It has been tears. It has been up and down emotions. It's been so much going on in the midst of everything going on. If you can still see the bad of everything and never see any good, then you have to ask yourself, what is it that has caused you to not be able to see the good in the midst of the chaos around you? If you're still able to consciously see what is happening around you and you still have nothing to be grateful for, you, my dear, are the problem. 
Because no matter what is happening around us, if you're above ground, able to consciously speak on it, that's enough to be grateful. You're in your right mind. That's enough to be grateful. You have food on your table. You're able to listen to me. That's enough to be grateful. You have love around you. You have enough to be grateful. You're not sick. Even though many of you are playing Russian roulette with your health every single day. That's enough to be grateful for. That you have been spared. You haven't been in any accidents. You've been covered. You have been protected even in your most reckless moments. You're still able to be walking around in your right mind consciously free. So this is about, this week is about honoring the circumstances that have taught you lessons of self. This is about acknowledging that despite the things that you've had to let go of, despite the pain, despite the loss, despite the fear, despite overextending yourself and overcompensating and feeling a lack of and fearing that the worst would happen and still not taking life as serious as you should. You've been spared. This is about honoring the fact that you're still here. How do I look at everything that I've written out I've overcompensated. I've done too much. I've neglected people. I've neglected myself. I've neglected my health. I've abandoned myself. I have not been the partner that I should be while holding someone else accountable for their lack of showing up in the commitment. But I have still been here. I'm still here. I've complained every day. I've had something negative to say every day. I consume a bunch of gossip every day. I have a comment about something that is none of my business every day. I am judgmental every day. I am negative at times every day. I say I want to change, but I never really do the work every single day. I am whatever you are, right? And Allow yourself to be honest with that and truthful. Honor that. Honor that you acknowledge that about yourself. Because there's no point in identifying what it is that you know you have not shown up to do or parts of you that you have done too much. You've extended too much. You've forgiven too much you have been over appreciative in areas where people should have just been good to you because you deserve that too much you have allowed betrayal to happen over and over again too much you have allowed your feelings to go unheard and you have allowed your voice to be mute for too long and you have allowed other people to steer you in how they feel you should go too long and now you're in this position to acknowledge that and ain't it great that you finally have arrived there it's a beautiful thing when you finally decide that I have boundaries not only do I have boundaries I'm going to implement these boundaries and I'm not afraid of who I lose when I do I'm not afraid of what I lose when I do I'm not afraid of the sacrifices that I'm going to have to make 
to choose myself. And this is where we are. This is the area of our life where we are. We are realigning. But in order to do that, we're having to reprogram and rewire our thought processes. We're no longer thinking of other people before you think of you. Because collectively, we are all going into this space on a world basis where the world is shifting into a more how is it community? How are you helping the masses? How are you contributing to the betterment of something outside of yourself? But you don't have anything to offer for the betterment of anyone else if you aren't together yourself. This is about restructuring. And I, I keep telling you guys, it is so much more than healthy eating. It is about any healthy detox, any type of purge, any type of cleanse, any type of realignment. It is a multitude of things. It is your mind. It is your body. It is your soul. And it is also being connected with the most high. It is a complete cipher of things. It is finding your grounding in what you believe in. It is creating a complete foundation from the core up so that you don't have to keep repeating the same cycles because I have news for you if you have not noticed yet, the more you neglect the steps that you need to take to do what it is that you're needing to do in your life, the more similar situations and similar circumstances will present themselves. You will keep having to learn the same lessons over and over and over again until you finally get it. And by the time you finally get it, everyone else is on to something else and you have to catch up. And not that you're catching up to them, you're trying to catch up to the path that you're supposed to be on because by this time, you're already 10 steps behind. When you started off 10 steps ahead, but that's because you're not taking heed of what it is that you're needing to do. And who are you to think that you are guaranteed more time to do that? Don't take advantage of the opportunities that you have to address and start over where you have it because you may not have another opportunity to do so. This is about choosing you. This is about aligning with you. This is about acknowledging the parts of you that you are trying to rewire. So now that I see where I've overextended, overcompensated and overcompromised, now I can choose to do something else. But before I can get to where I choose something else, let me honor that path. Let me honor the wisdom I've gained. Let me thank God for the patience I've been given. Thank you for the second chance. Thank you for the forgiveness. Thank you for the ability to acknowledge my part in this situation. Thank you. Thank you. That's what it's about, honoring it. Yes, it hurt me, but thank you. Yes, yes, I'm so, I was so angry that that happened, but thank you because I needed to see that. I needed to feel that. I needed to experience that because had I not, I wouldn't be who I am. I wouldn't have the understanding of self. I wouldn't have, I would not have been able to witness and appreciate the grace that I've been given. This is a beautiful thing. Transformation is not easy. Transition is not easy, but it's a beautiful thing because you're awakening into yourself. Things are changing. Things are shifting. 
And in moments when you just want to just scream and you want to just shout, the fact that you got a voice to do that, thank you. The fact that I'm in my right mind and I can understand and I can acknowledge where some stuff is just going on that I'm not happy about, thank you. The fact that I have the common sense and I have the due diligence and I have the sanity to tell you thank you and give me the grace for me to navigate through these tides that are being thrown my way, thank you. The fact that I am in control of how I react to the things that are happening in my life, thank you. I have control of that. I have control of my temper. Thank God for growth. Thank God for evolution. Thank God for the acknowledgement of self. Thank God for my personal principles. Thank God for the ability to stand in my truth. Thank God for me to call myself out when I need to be called out because I know I was wrong. I know I shouldn't have said that. Or the ability to call myself out when I know I need to speak up and I know I need to say something and I know I can't let this person continue to get away with what they've been getting away with because I'm afraid of ruffling some feathers. Thank God for understanding of self. Thank you. That's where you have to arrive at. That's the place you have to arrive at. And that's where we are. We're on week two and we are honoring the process. We are honoring the fact that we have principles and we, and, and yeah, people will tell you all the time, don't take that personal. It's not personal, but you know what? It is personal. Everything is personal. Everything I'm connected with is personal. Don't tell me not to be in my feelings because if you're in my life, that's an obligation of mine to be in my feelings because anything I don't have a feeling about is not in my life. Anything I don't have a feeling about, I'm not being a part of anything that doesn't matter beyond the surface I don't see so yeah it's very very personal and when you understand that everything is personal that you attach yourself to then you understand it's not about it just being personal it's about the principle of it the principles attached to the thing that I consider a personal obligation of mine. If you are in my life, you are a personal obligation. I care about you. I care about your mind. I care about your well-being. I care about your spirit. I care about if you eat. And I also care that you cross in me. So I'm going to address that. Principles. It's not about just personal. It's the principalities. I'm going to address that. And this is what gives you that ability to stand in that truth. But you can't stand in that truth without understanding what that truth is. What do you really feel about loyalty? What do you really feel about commitment? What do you really feel about children? What do you really feel about spirituality and beliefs? What do you really feel about disrespect? What is disrespect to you? What do you view disrespect as? And how much disrespect can you take before it's too much? You have to be willing to stand in that truth and you cannot continue to allow things to continue to happen and to continue to unfold. And then you keep coming at the same, you keep coming up at the same ending and you keep having to start over at the same thing. I'm not going to keep explaining to someone that what you did and what you said was disrespectful because anything that's attached to me should also be aware of my personal boundaries and they should also be 
on the same wavelength when it comes to personal boundaries. Your personal boundaries may not be mine, but it's understanding what my personal boundaries are. So crossing my personal boundaries after you know what my personal boundaries are is a form of disrespect and disregard. And it has to be addressed. And that's the confidence that you get when you learn who you are and you accept who you are. And you're really on this path of understanding thyself. Not the false confidence that people like to have. Not the things that they like to be play mad about or they want to get real mad about. But it's really not that that's the issue. It's the underlining issues that are unresolved that cause the anger and the frustration. No, if you're going to be mad about something, be mad about that thing. Don't allow it to be something that's undercover that you've never addressed because then that falls on you. Handle what needs to be handled so you can clear the slate so that as things come up, you don't allow them to build up. You address them at face value. And that's in every area of your life. So this week, it's about honoring what you know to be true about you. It's about honoring your authenticity. It's about honoring the things that have come and taught you more about you. And you don't have time for the distractions. So if you have not disconnected from social media, if you have not stopped gossiping and you have not stopped engaging in conversations that really aren't pouring into you, I would suggest you do that because it's way too much potent energy right now for you to allow that type of stuff to infiltrate your area and your space because it's sowing seeds in your soil. And like I said to you guys in in a couple episodes back, it doesn't matter if you're intentionally sowing seeds in fertile soil. Seeds are being sown and the soil is very potent and fertile. So regardless to if it's your seeds that are going in your soil, the seeds that are being deposited will grow and you will eat those seeds, whether they're yours or not. So be very careful about what you allow people to plant in your space. It's real. A lot of people wonder why things are happening to them, how they get caught up in all these things, how they get caught up in all of these, you know, circumstances and situations. It's because of the people you connect yourself with and you've allowed these people and their energy and their, you know, spiritual ties to other things to plant seeds in your for in your soil. And even though they're the carrier, you're connected. So you too have to eat that crop. You have to be aware of these things. Be very mindful of the things that you allow yourself to engage in and the things you let people speak on your life and the things that you speak on other people's life and the things that you say just to say it, the things that you're listening to, the music you're playing in your head, the things that you are allowing yourself to watch and engage in. You need to be very careful because I'm trying to tell you, and I can't say it enough, but the seeds are harvesting much faster. And if you're not careful, gotta use those seeds to prove a point to you. And 
You don't want to be caught in a crossfire of something you had nothing to do with, but you were complicit to, just to belong. It ain't worth it. So this week is about honoring the truth of self, honoring the path that you are recognizing you are now on. This isn't about pointing fingers at anyone else. This is about you. This is your journey. This is your truth. And this is the path that is necessary. We are on week two. This week, there's going to be a lot of things that are going to come up that are going to trigger the healing of the heart space. So you may start to see some very beautiful flowers in your dreams and you may see some very uh maybe drawn the colors like fuchsia or certain type of plants eucalyptus plants or things like that and or you may start to see a certain type of animals such as like um foxes um they signify adaptability your need to adapt your need to uh shift and change um horses 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 signify freedom freedom confidence in self and freedom right um there are flowers that the color white uh orchids or, or things like that um there's this Let me see. I made some notes about these flowers that you may see um, based on my dreams that signify it's a flower that's called the Queen Anne's Lace. And Queen Anne's Lace has a very specific look, but it, it signifies a spiritual awakening and integration of your intuition and abilities to connect to higher dimensions. So you may see that in your dreams. Um, you may also see elephants. If you're drawn to elephants or you like elephants or you've been trying to study more about elephants and the significance of elephants, that's a very beautiful thing as well because they signify tribe connection the people you are connected to the things you're connected to your tribe your inner circles um very 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 significant in this particular journey that we're all on and there's also one more the buttercup flower The buttercup flower is, um, it's yellow, kind of looks like a sunflower, but it's not a sunflower. It's called the buttercup and it signifies honoring oneself. So if you're drawn to different flowers, um, you are seeing a fox or tribe, um, elephants, you're having dreams about horses or you're starting to see horses or you're, you're just drawn to different things of the horse family 
These are things that are significantly impacting where we are, where we are headed and um, the growth that we're all on right now. This is a journey. Our perception is shifting and our perceptions are changing and we're growing. The marigold flower is another one that is about, you know, perception, the shifting of what you think, the shifting of how you see things. All of these things are going to just remind you of the path that you're on. And so if you happen to see these things or you're drawn to these things, for some of you, you may really like elephants or you may really be drawn to foxes or uh, cute little dogs that look like a fox or huskies or something. It's just going to show your adaptability. And when you are coming across those type of animals or those type of flowers or those type of um staples in your dreams or in the visions that you may get write them down and research them and find how they connect to the journey that you're on personally and you will see how everything tends to connect right when it should okay so this is going to be a very beautiful week for new beginnings and starting over and continuing the journey of self that we're on we're on week two And this week is again about honoring, honoring thyself in a way that is so necessary, especially when you're going through creating your new normal, you're creating your structure, you're creating understanding of self, you're creating your idea of normalcy for you so that you can create a life that is representative of your truth. Okay, so be patient with yourself, love on yourself, be very careful with the things that you engage in. That's super, super important. Um, Stay on the journey of your cleansing and your detoxing. I know that some of you may, if you are low on protein and you need to add certain things, it's okay to add, if you having a hard time detaching from meat and stuff, that's fine, but limit it as much as you can because your body is needing to be resting and meat tends to overwork our body because it has to digest and it's harder on the body to digest. And we're trying to digest our lymph nodes, our liver, our kidneys and really work on releasing the toxins in the body completely and um stay hydrated drink as much water as you can i have not had any soda i just had some tea today so i'm very proud of myself for that because i love me a good sprite or a cream soda but i'm not big on a lot of sodas but um at least once or twice a week and i haven't had anything so It's a journey and it feels good. So please stick to the journey, stick to the path that you're on, trust in your ability to connect in the way that you should and know that you are supported. We are on week two. Our newsletters will go out this week. And um, I'm here if you guys need me. Know that God is at work. Everything is working out the way that it should. And we are all supported and connected along this journey. I love your freaking souls. Welcome to week two of our emergency realignment detox. And we are literally a couple weeks down until we are walking in 2021, God willing, inshallah. 
Okay, so I love you guys. Until our next daily dose of energy. Bye.